there's got to come a point when you as an individual say right okay so i'm going to start to do something with this now okay so even if i'm still seeking support advice whatever it may be i'm still actioning things now so that when i seek that all i'm doing is adding to my plan of action the process that i'm going to be applying to get out of my head so hi and welcome to yet another episode of the b1 mindset podcast and this week we are talking all about getting stuck in your own head have you ever been in that position where you seem a little bit lost is it that you know you want to achieve something and you've got these grand ambitions these goals this person that you want to try and become but does something just hold you back is it that you're just overthinking things too much and you're feeling a bit lost for actually how you can get to that place that you want to be I think it's something that everyone has gone through in one stage or at one time or another. I know certainly for myself, I've had and constantly have many, many ideas about things that I want to do, things that I want to achieve, Um, physical achievements like getting fitter, career, it could be having financial security, it could be family goals, there could be many, many different variance to this but I think the common thing is that we all get a little bit lost for what it is that we need to do so Ben I'm gonna bring you into the conversation here and um, you introduced this topic as an idea of something that we should talk about and I think it's a fantastic one to cover but how's that impacted you in the past and and what's your kind of takeaway for why people get stuck in the head but also how we can overcome it yeah uh, hello to everyone and um very well introduced there liam uh, listening to that really resonated a lot and i think that there's not one person out there potentially that's listening to this thinking i've not experienced that um my perception on getting stuck in your own head can even be in a positive mindset so even if you're in a positive place there can be still bigger ambitions or bigger things that you want to apply or just certain situations that you need to address. I think there's many a people who have um, would would class themselves in a positive life and a positive mindset, but they still have to deal um, with intricate things, and they still have to face up to things or address things or whatever it may be. And even in those circumstances, you can get stuck again in your own head of what to say, how to act, what's going to happen. Um, and again, you hit the nail on the head there, which was ultimately getting stuck in your own head limits you from taking action but also being stuck in your own head just creates starts to create more chaos and over time just starts to make everything seem negative you just start to become a little bit down you've got that low energy it's that just something draining on you all the time if that makes sense um so i think that what we do well with b1 is we help people start to understand their thought process is more because when you can start to understand your thought process is more, when you get stuck in your own head, you can start to decipher your way out of it. You can start to understand, okay, so what am I thinking? Why am I thinking it? How can I think differently? Some key questions. They sound really simple when you say it, but most people struggle then to answer them. So that's where we come in to help. Um, and we can help people start to have answers for these create them themselves and then ultimately like leading back to what you were saying it it creates an action 
I think I think that's uh, that's absolutely spot on. And you know what I'm excited. What I was excited to hear you just describe there is something that I've felt recently. I've I'm in quite a positive mindset of, of what it is that I want to achieve and what that you know the path that I'm on. And um, having been made redundant, you know it, it is a scary time. <laughs> and it, it um, the the company that I work for literally went bust, so everyone was in the same position. Um, but I'm following a slightly different path, but one that's exciting to me. Um, but although it's exciting to me and it's, and I'm positive about it. And when I talk, when I start getting going, you know, put 50 P in the back of me and and I'm off, but quite often if, if it is that, you know, I'm now starting a business by myself. Um, so I am my own boss. I am my own business development. Um, so if I, although I've got all this positivity and I've got all these ideas of what it is that I want to achieve. Um, I think just kind of breaking that down for people and, and telling people, you know, it's okay. And you can like, it's understandable that you can be in this positive place, but still get stuck in your own way. Um, so, yeah, I think, I think that's really valuable. And I think um, like you said, with, with B1, this is what we try to help people with and to give people some some things to think about in in respect to that um and i think what you mentioned there um the key topic for that is self-awareness would you be in agreement with that ben yeah i I think awareness of of thoughts sometimes when you're stuck in your own head you can be caught up in the conversations that go on but you may not then reflect on them and it's the reflection that gives you the answer if that makes sense so you, i i think um i did a post about this quite a while ago and it's about and it's a it's a stat that i've read and researched and it's that 90 percent of our thoughts are repeated on a daily basis 90 percent. we have the same thoughts wowzer 90 <laughs> percent of the time each day and if you're stuck in your own head there's a high chance that 90% are going to be just repetitive thoughts around that circumstance, catastrophizing or um, worst case scenarios or worrying or whatever it may be. Or even like you said, on a positive, knowing what the, the action is to take. And sometimes that can be the most frustrating thing. Like you say, sometimes when you, going back to what you were saying, you've got this vision of now um, creating your own brand, your own business. So all these ideas are very exciting on paper, but then a lot of stuff comes with it. As I well know, it's not as easy as, as it sounds. It does take a lot of courage. Uh, it takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of strategy in terms of how you want to present yourself and what you want to do and all these kind of things. And again, I feel that where we help it be one is we help get it out of the head. And we, with some of the tasks that we do, it is about journaling down or you might be writing it into some of the um, aspects that we've got within the online um portals and by doing that and by answering some of the key questions that we ask you start to put down things that create a strategy like it the the beauty of b1 has always been all we do is ask questions because the questions give the answers that's a tony robbins quote that and it's always stuck with me questions give you answers um it's as simple as that so if you ask someone a question they know really if there's one one answer right and one answer wrong, or maybe there's a couple of answers right, but that's even better because you've just got two, three, four options. So 
B1's not far off that. What we do is ask powerful questions that we know will help you bring out some answers that then you just need to choose an ultimatum on. What am I going to do with this now? And then we also help with that as well. B1 does a lot in terms of helping you action but mm. i'm going to jump back to you because it looked like you wanted to yeah it's something that i've written down something. something when we were like thinking about what we're going to say on this episode and and yeah um i was just thinking to myself about when i'm in that place when i'm in that in my own head some often like i will have these thoughts and sometimes i keep them to myself but quite often i'll reach for divine inspiration i'll like i need some motivation and i think that looking elsewhere for motivation is fantastic but then you hit the doom scrolling then you're like oh just give me another quote oh yeah i just need another bit of inspiration or i just need somebody a little bit more relatable you know you you're constantly looking 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 and before you know it you lost half an hour an hour and then it's even worse because you're thinking i haven't achieved anything i'm still in the same position i was before this is rubbish and and i think that the one thing that you led on to there is you know about us giving you help and support in the kind of questions that you need to ask yourself. But the important thing is, and it's one of the values that we have at B1 is that we're not going to do the work for you. <laughs> no one's going to do yeah. that work for you. It's got to be down wow. to yourself. And I think that, that the, the one thing I've, I've written down here in my notes is think for yourself. Yeah. Um, as much as going to, to find inspiration is beautiful and going to, to seek support is, is absolutely, you know, a great thing to do if you know you're in that space it's taking those steps taking those questions being open and honest with yourself and then putting that action plan together is that fair to say yeah definitely and i think that something you said then in terms of it is good to seek advice off friends that have knowledge on the area or our friends that don't and just know you or someone who's got more experience in the field that you're trying to progress on or has more experience in the situation that you're struggling in whatever it may be but so that's a good like you said but what does that do ultimately that just adds to more stuff in your head you come away from that conversation or you come away from watching that video or content and what he's done is he's added more thoughts into your head so now you're questioning even more things do you know what i mean all mm. this, and so i'm not saying that's a bad thing but i'm saying there's got to come a point like you said this is exactly what you meant there's got to come a point when you as an individual say right okay so i'm going to start to do something with this now okay so even if i'm still seeking um support advice whatever it may be i'm still actioning things now so that when i seek that all i'm doing is adding to my plan of action the process that i'm going to be applying to get out of my head and i think that uh, there's some people that might be listening to this and i think you kind of covered some some good areas life areas that Sometimes it might not even be goal driven, but you you might flip the reverse. Like something we do at B1 to help people understand how to pick and choose a goal is we ask them to think about an area of their life that they're struggling in. And then why not create a goal of, right, I want to get to this position in this area. And it's an improvement. So finances is a great example. Someone could be in a lot of debt credit card bills, bank loans, student loans, whatever it may be. Um, they might just be struggling with the amount they've got with family and, and whatever it may be, cost of living now as well. So if that's an area you're struggling in, it could be the time to step back and figure out, okay, I'm going to set myself a goal. B1 
because I'm stuck in my head every day. I'm just worrying about finances and worrying about the bills and worrying about the end of the month because that's when I've got no money and I'm just waiting for payday and what we're going to do for food or I'm not going to be able to go out and do anything that I want to do. And all of these things, again, start to boil in your head. And I'm giving an example here. There's could be so many areas of life that you get stuck in your head at and it's not necessarily mm. at this point a goal. Do you know what I mean? So we've kind of hit the start of the show potentially talking about people that have potentially got something that they're thinking about but just getting stuck in their own head from taking action. But the reversal of that is someone just getting stuck in their own head with a negative situation that's going on. Mm. And the spin on that is, right, okay, so what would a positive outlook on this be? And suddenly mm. what that gives you is something to go for, to target, and then you can turn it into, right, okay, what needs to be done to hit that? Does that make sense? And that, yeah. again, this is all, again, if you're listening to this, guys, this is what we coach on B1. Yeah. So again, if any of this is relating, this is what we we coach you on how to understand more and then apply into your life. Absolutely, and, and I think as well, you know, if you're if you're finding that overwhelming in an area that perhaps isn't your goal, isn't your focus, but you you just caught up in kind of you know finances is a perfect one because it's so important. <laughs> um, but if if you've got that overwhelm, um, that's going to distract you from what it is that you you're looking to achieve. Um, but also if you can sort that out, if you can solve that problem in that moment, it gives you a springboard to to think, right, I've actioned that. I've I've made some positive steps with that. It improves your mindset, it improves your outlook on, well, I've done that, what's on to the next thing? And and use that as the 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 springboard for you to, to dive into that next thing that, that you're gonna look at. I think that's really powerful, Liam, and I'm gonna add something to that to back it up. Mm. And it's around affirmations. So there's a proven fact that an affirmation doesn't work if you aren't behaving in the way that backs that up. Because what generally happens when people create affirmations is they consciously say to themselves, um, I'm a confident person because they want to become more confident. So say, for example, I'm a really confident person. And one of the things that I want to be more confident, whether it's just out in social environments, whether it's um, I'm doing some speaking, whether it's at work, whatever it may be, I want to become more confident. So someone saying, you need to say affirmations to yourself to say you're a confident person. So you say, right, okay, so every night I'm going to sit down, I'm going to say, I'm a confident person. Ben, you're a confident person. So consciously saying that, but your subconscious is straight away firing back going, nah, mate, Ben, you ain't a confident person. I know you're not a confident person because of this and because of this, because your subconscious is remembered through your life all of the times that you've not been confident. <clears throat> and it's very clever at keeping you in a negative aura because it's a comfort zone. Your body's trying to keep you in a comfort zone from going into being confident because it knows you've got to step outside of that comfort zone. Now, here's the, the trick, guys. So affirmations are brilliant. They're powerful. I believe in them but you've got to back them up with action because then when you say to yourself, if you've created an action, which is right, I'm going to step up in front of 20 people and give a two minute talk. I am going to confront this person, which requires confidence to do. I'm going to do this thing that requires confidence. That's the action. And then you go and do it. Then the next time you say the affirmation of Ben, I am a confident person. If that subconscious suddenly jumps in and says, no, you're not, you're actually, you can actually answer back. You can say, no, 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 no. Yes, I am because I did that today and I'm going to do something like that tomorrow and the day after because I am a con- do you know what I mean you are backing mm-hmm. up the action is complete concrete <clears throat> evidence and that's why your behaviors and actions are actually who you are it's not the thoughts it's how you behave um 
so sorry that's a bit of a tangent but it, it, I I love it. it really backs up what you said yeah. about you know behavior and actions are key um so, so let me summarize that so if, if people are if people are listening and thinking wow that's powerful there this is what i've just done for myself to to kind of help me understand it just quickly written it down and we'll turn it into a post that um we'll share out <clears throat> to, to help other peoples but i think in, in a situation like this if you're overthinking something it's take starting to think about how to take the action creating a step-by-step plan and then taking that first step that first piece of action it could be the plan is the first step you know giving 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 yourself a to-do list something like that so you've got your step-by-step then that leads to an action once you've done the action that gives you evidence to to say well i am i'm making progress here um if you've got the evidence then that builds your belief which then will take away some of that getting stuck in your head because you're already kind of saying to yourself you know i believe and i know that i'm this person because we've got the evidence to prove that i have just taken steps to get myself to the next place i'm more confident because i just spoke to that room of 20 people and then once we have that belief that's becoming who it is that you want to be perfect love it excellent that's that's belief building in a nutshell is it's it's from my understanding who we are is built on references how we see the world Mm. is built on references so anything we've experienced through our life starts to create our references of who we should be who we are how the world is etc etc the only way or the only way to change the references is how we act or the things that we go and do um the things that we watch the thing the things that we read but these why these are all so integral mm. but sometimes the, really interesting this is a bit off tangent this um a little bit going in deep style but when you talked a bit ago about um scrolling yeah so i need to find some inf- uh, motivation and for me that would be like right, i need to go and watch david goggins because he's just <laughs> going to say something that just makes me think ben go and sort your shit out right now does that make sense <laughs> yeah um <laughs> But my point being is sometimes you can watch that and it actually does the ante of what you wanted to. Because if you're not prepared to take action and you're not ready to do it and you watch all those things, all you're doing is watching really motivated, action-driven people achieve stuff. So what you do is come away from it and you feel deflated. You actually feel deflated because you're thinking, I still haven't done anything. I still am not going to do anything. And I've just watched a hell of a load of people who are doing it and have achieved it wow i feel like crap now mm. you know what i mean so yeah. you've th- this is my point like you've got to really understand what you do with the information that you take in and the you, there's so many inspiring people out there that's the power of social media mm. i think i may have just frozen no i was loud and clear on my end all oh, right for uh, apologies mate my uh my screen froze what, um, what's happening is it's, pro- it's probably prioritizing the recording because i've said it to record locally so i can still hear you but it's probably just cut the screen but yeah carry on sir. amazing yeah um all i was saying what well, that's the beauty of having someone so queued up in technology guys by the way because that was just a panic moment for me we was calm as <laughs> cucumber um, <laughs> i can still hear you though so like... <laughs> um yeah, so just saying, like with with social media, the the positives are, like you say, you can find people that inspire you. You can find people that give. Literally now, there is so many blueprints of how to achieve something. 
And there's so many blueprints just because so many people are doing it. They've had to create free how to do's because there's so many people doing it. They need something to tie to, to what's that word entice people in. So honestly, like the bread and butter of what you need to do is out there. It is about stepping up and, and, and doing something and taking action, whether that is, that sounds more about potentially kind of creating something and achieving something, but it also ties into being someone. And you touched upon that when you introduced the show about becoming just someone that you want to be. It might not be a, an external goal. It might be an internal one. Uh, confidence would fit in with that, but you just might want to change a few things about yourself and about your lifestyle. Um, nothing generally external you want to achieve per se at the minute, but you definitely want to change the way you think about yourself, see yourself, the way you act, the, the, the place you're around and stuff like that. And I think that you can get stuck in your head with that as well but there are also things you can find out there that show you how to do that again be realistically that's b1's bread and butter b1's bread and butter is is, is about you first of all understanding all of that before you even set material goals or external goals um so i just think that's something so powerful to bring in as well i think that slightly tangent but, off, but yeah and no, it all ties in though it all ties in absolutely because as much as you know getting stuck in our heads is is something that that is is so easily done these days and and i think that you know we've mentioned social media a, a few times in this episode but it's just so accessible now you know if we think about um I, i'd be interested to know um if there was any stats i'm not sure if if there has been any uh stats on this but like people people's attention spans i suppose that there's more stats on this these days than than anything else but um but for getting stuck in your head i'm, I'm not sure if that phrasing is going to be there but if we I'm look just at gonna, attention... i'm just going to jump on something that quick which looks rude i'm actually looking at my phone and the reason is that um whilst i've been decorating my front room today i've listened to a podcast and i want to get the guy's name so who is a chap called Sam Harris. I'm not sure if you've heard of him. Um, I think I've spoken to Sam. He just, seriously, yeah. I don't know. Is he British? Uh, let me listen to his voice. Whether they're right or wrong. You know, no. spoke to another Sam Harris. <laughs> um, so this chap um, is obviously... Um, very high up in terms of, of who he is and what he does. He is a best-selling author, philosopher, neuroscientist, and a podcaster himself as well. This isn't his podcast, so he's speaking on it. And the reason I want to jump in and, and really interrupt you then, mate, is because they, at the start, he, he admits he's now come off all social media. So he's not on Twitter anymore. He's not on anything else. And it's because of the amount of hate he was getting because he wow. was saying he's not, He's not. I think this is more in American terminology, but he said he's not right wing or he's not left wing. He's down the middle, but he mm. has views on both of them of why they're the wrong or whatever it may be. So he gets a lot of whatever it is, like hate. And he, so he said he's come off all social media, and that's was his spin on the the negative of it. But then he was talking about his children, and this is where it relates to what you were saying. And they were saying now that um, the the reduction in books long thick books that are getting read nowadays is non-existent in the youth um which i appreciate it wasn't for myself when i was younger and it is now but I, I can imagine someone who potentially would have read a book in my day 
it, it, the age now not doing. They talked about this was the really interesting one. They talked about sitting down with their kids to watch a film, and their kids couldn't sit through a film because they wanted to jump on their phone. And that's that's that, that's that's a, a mental <clears> stuff. Like, <throat> even if it's a high high engaging film, and so they brought one last that I'll, I'll finish with this, mate. It's all popping up, but then the guy jumped in the podcaster. And he said, he brought a stat in and he said, Fast and Furious, he said, how many cuts did the last Fast and Furious film had in it? And I'm assuming cuts mean transitions Chain, of action. Cha- changing like cha- changing the, what's on the screen so it's not like a, a long shot, like, you know, if they, right. they have, so a cut um, for, for a listener or for yourself, Ben, like, it's, you know, when you're editing your videos and it goes yeah. from a wide angle to a close up to a, to a shift it's any time that you make a cut basically right look love it well basically said that they're doing that more in the past and forces now that's happening like every 15 seconds to keep these new keep youths engaged in watching the film yeah. that's mental it's like mind tricking well if, if you think about it you know people people have gone from happy with long form content in regards to television shows in regards to films books you know um podcasts it's all getting shorter and shorter and shorter and it's again i think it just adds to that overwhelm of like we've got so much information buzzing around because we've got it so accessible i think as well mate that sorry to drop our ages in here because i know it um, (laughs) it can be a sore spot not but I think especially for the likes of you and me. So we're 37 coming up to 38. And I think we were we, we crossed over at a very interesting time because we were just coming through our teen years when social media was probably just just yeah. coming into the perimeter and new phones were just becoming this new thing. Before that it was a Nokia and you had Snake. Facebook yeah. wasn't around, was in school, thank God. Um so it was in my early 20s that it all like boomed and then mm. through my 20s it grew. But where we are now, it's like we've still got this old school mentality of like what we grew up with, um, which was very limited um, in terms of like what the phones can do now or what's available online, et cetera, et cetera. Mm. But we're young enough. So I say that, but I'm a big believer <clears> in at any age you can do anything. But my point being is like me and Lima at a stage in our life were like still wanting to achieve a hell of a lot. Mm. But we're trying to go, we're trying to get this balance. Younger, yeah, younger mindset of just absorbing everything with a fearless attitude. Because when you get a bit mature, you actually start to become more fearful because you've seen shit go wrong. Yeah. You know, you know what could happen. You, you've got more consequences. You've got kids, you've got a family, you've got X, you've got Y. Whereas when you're in your 20s, generally you haven't got all that. So you're a little bit more fearless and I'm gonna try yeah. this, I'm gonna do that, I'm gonna behave like this. Mm-hmm. Um so I just think it's a, it's an interesting age, and I think that can get us stuck in our own head. I know well, that's been for myself very much so that a lot of the stuff mm. that I'm pursuing now, um, I think I've been in my own head more so because of the more knowledge I've got, but I've had to overcome that. And I think I am on the flip of that now, mm. but it's a, it's a very interesting one. Yeah, I think... Um, I, th- I think... I, I can't remember who said it. So forgive me for not quoting person who said it, but um, well, not necessarily a quote as such, but it was their their mentality of they seek out alternative points of view. 
they seek out things that challenges their point of view. Um, I don't know if it's like a Jordan Peterson or, or someone like that, but they were talking very much about when they go to learn something and it's all about learning um, is, is kind of my viewpoint. You yeah. know, that's, yeah. I mean, I've worked in that industry for quite a while, but I think that, you know, that they're not wrong when they say, um, you know, learning is, is unlocking the power to, to what it is that you want to achieve and, and whatnot. But um, <clears throat> when, when we learn about different points of view, when we're presented different bits of information and it goes against what we think, I don't know if you've, you've ever come up against this Ben where perhaps, you know, back to, to some of your days when uh, you started out coaching or training, um, but you're presented with like a different exercise or a different um, diet plan or whatever it happens to be to get you to that next level but it goes against the grain of what you currently believe and that kind of throws <laughs> throws everything yeah, into oh that's that actually makes sense to to a point of view whereas actually that's then going to change my whole direction of of what it is that i i want to do um yeah. and i think those moments can can certainly spin up like that kind of getting lost for a little while in like not just dropping everything because you're obviously in a routine and a pattern but trying to absorb that there is a different action that we can take that might have better results yeah and great again to to link into that i think that if you think about habits our habitual patterns and if you're so way inclined at doing something, and like you say, you've had a very strong belief of that is the way to do it, and then you do cross come across another avenue of uh, whether it's a better way to do that or it's just a new way to do something else is going to advance you, but it kind of crosses your belief system or entails a different habitual pattern to achieve it. Like think about how hard it is to stop a habit and create a new one. Like that is something people are trying to work on and trying to sell so much because it's 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 the end of if you can create if you if you know the habits that are needed to achieve something and you can just get them like that you're going to achieve it the struggle is we are so um habitual to stick with unconscious habits or things that, that we've had for such a long time and again as soon as it becomes out of the comfort zone like i said before with the the, the subconscious mind pulls us back a lot mm. and this is why um, just to link in, this is why it's very important to know what's going on in the head and, and get it out. And so it late relates into what we're talking about here, kind of getting stuck in your head. You've got to get it out, whether it's a verbal form or written form, so you can understand it better as a person. You won't understand it while it's sat in your head. So if if somebody's listening, somebody's um, watching back uh, this episode. And we've just given him that piece of advice, which said, you know, you've got to get it out. That is that is one thing that we advise you do. You know, if you're stuck in your head, take that moment to 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 do that. How how does somebody go about it? How how does somebody do that? Is it a sheet of paper and a pen and literally brainstorming the the various options? Is it um, having a voice note that you can listen back to of, of what you've said? Um, what I think, funnily enough, I've read. Funnily enough, I've read a David Goggins book recently and something that he said in one of his chapters was he uses a dictaphone or use like he, he related it to not many people would do that. So he said to other people, just use the, the voice note in your 
in your phone um, and speak it. He said, speak your fears, speak your negative thoughts, speak your worries, speak your positive thoughts, speak whatever's in your head, speak so then you can listen back to it. And the the amazing thing about that is um, you actually start to get to hear a verbal verbal way of what's going on in your head. There's a better word for way there that I'm not thinking of, but you actually get to hear a verbalized your mind. If Does that cut, make sense? If I cut in there, yeah, I think I'm going to relate this back to, I forget the author's name, um, which is terrible, but the book, um, the psychologist who wrote the book, uh, the, the chimp paradox. Oh, Steve um, Peterson. Yeah. So he, I've, I've listened to that book not uh not quite got for it re- reading wise but i've certainly listened to it and one thing that he kind of mentions is about te- creating that dialogue you know you've got these three these three chimps in play one of them's there to that is very childlike and you know likes the status quo is there to protect what is the status quo um and is very emotional <laughs> and and reactive um, then we've got a computer brain, which is the autopilot. And then we've also got the the logical brain, the thinking brain, the, the one that can help us make the hopefully correct decisions. And sometimes when you're when you're in that phase where you're, you know, putting yourself down, you're, you're a bit negative towards what it is that you're thinking about. Um, you've got some worries and, and whatnot. I think the beautiful thing about having it recorded for you to listen back is that it gives you that opportunity to have the dialogue with yourself. You can yeah. you can listen back and say, well, am I being reasonable there? You know, is that fear? Is that worry? Is that that objection actually that bad? Or how can we overcome it? It might it might be relevant, but what is what is the action step we can take? So, um, yeah, I love the love the idea that you know we take that we we voice it, and I think the other thing to note is something that again, Ollie. Um, so Ollie from the Going Deep podcast, big shout out to Ollie. Um, I know that one of the things that he's mentioned in the past when uh, some of the Going Deep episodes have been uh, talked about is about when you're having that conversation, you, you, when you're starting to talk, and I relate to this, when I start to talk about something, I'll almost, and I've done it, I'm sure in many voice notes to yourself, Ben, um, when I've started to talk to, about something, I've almost answered myself when I'm talking yeah so i'm i'm describing a problem but then i'm presenting a potential solution and it'll be yeah. interesting to to hear if if that works for you and and listener if if you get in touch with us um to let us know if, if this is something that's been helpful yeah i think that um you, you bang on with that and it's really interesting that you write in a way that generally the way myself yourself and ollie send voice notes and we potentially send it to other people separately, but you you are kind of voicing what's on your mind in a way with trusted people. But like you said then, because you're speaking to a trusted person and you are potentially listening to yourself more as you speak, you kind of just, you know it's a voice note, so it's not a conversation, You so you've got to continue to talk. So what you tend to do on voice notes is really explain it in detail. But as you're explaining it in detail, you have these aha moments. And there's been many a people, including myself, that's halfway through a voice note and gone, yeah, it might be a bit pointless this voice note now because I think I've just actually <laughs> answered the question myself. But if you've got any advice, any opinion on it, please, like, that's me and you and Ollie, like, we want opinions because we're not 
going to take offense um do you know what i mean but many a time i've definitely done that i've had people do it to me but again yeah very that's a good example that it very much highlights um vocabulizing the thoughts in your mind in whatever way that may be um the power of whatsapp voice notes i messaged voice voice notes or even just using it in your phone um hearing it and being able to understand it mm-hmm. absolutely and, and do you think <clears throat> if it is that you're using a dictaphone if you're using your voice notes if you're sharing it with somebody trusted do you think listening back immediately is essential or do you think like you know just capturing it perhaps sometimes you, you don't have the time or the space to to be you know if it's a bit raw um, yeah I think, I, th- I, th- I think sometimes in life you've got to use your intuition personally other people mm-hmm. might disagree with this and my point being there is if it's something that needs addressing immediately then potentially you need to listen back to it immediately if it's something that is just on your mind but isn't an immediate factor like you say it might be let's wake up tomorrow and i'm in a different state let's go and do something so it just makes me feel a little bit better so then when i'm listening to this i'm gonna have a more positive outlook on on it if that makes sense because you can do that you can you can have a situation on one day everything's going wrong and it seems the worst thing in the world the next day you wake up in a better mood and you're like oh it's not that bad i'm just gonna do this or whatever it may be and it can even be bumping your car if you bump your car on a bad day Mm. it's the end of the world you're like, Fuck, why did this always happen blah, blah, blah. do you know what I mean on a positive day you might when you can't go you know what I'm just glad I wasn't hurt I'm glad no one else was hurt do you know what I mean it's two completely different outlooks to the same um, the same thing that's happened and I think mm. that my point being there is so, intuition is a good one like if, it, if you might think it needs to be listened to immediately you might not um, but the last thing I'll say on that is even something that you feel needs to be done immediately potentially doesn't you're placing the word immediate on it yourself and if you think you're going to make the wrong decision or the wrong call and you just need another day but you that again you've got to run you've got to understand yourself there and you've got to be honest with yourself is am i running away from it by giving it another day or mm-hmm. do i truly believe that in a day's time i'm going to have a different headspace that if you ask yourself the honest question you're going to know the answer if it's that you're running away no you should you should listen to that now and and start to to deal with the issue otherwise it's just gonna prolong get worse yeah because you're essentially just using that as an excuse to get out of making that decision right then um so yeah i think i think which um... i'm sure we're all guilty of <laughs> which i'm sure we're all guilty of so um, definitely. definitely amazing awesome so um th- thank you listener for tuning yeah. into this episode um thank you ben for for sharing your wisdom um please do get in touch with us Um, if you found this valuable please make sure you subscribe um to hear new episodes as we release them um send us your questions um to team at (laughs) (laughs) b1mindset.com we've got that many that's why i think you're struggling then (laughs) Uh, so send us your questions to team at b1mindset.com follow us on on the social medias can i jump in 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 the show notes yeah yeah sorry to do that really i think it ties in guys i think that i think sometimes you do need help with something and i think that if you feel you want to reach out an email or something and you want the answer to that there's no reason we, you can't say not anonymous and we can talk about something on the show to give you our opinion on how to work through it 
how to get out of your head, how to take action, how to tackle a situation without actually having to talk about what that situation is. I think that a lot of the one-to-one coaching elements that, sorry to kind of go on a little bit, Liam, I'll try to keep this as quick as possible. Oh, no, no, when, not when, um, when I when I would do my one-to-one coaching for mindset and self-development, I used to say to my clients a lot, I don't need to know the answers. Okay, I can Ooh. give you, do you know what I mean? Like, you, I'm yeah. going to ask you something, I'm going to get you to do something. You write that down. If you want to tell me, you're happy to tell me, tell me, but I'd prefer you to, if you think I'm not going to write it down because I have to tell him, I'd prefer you not to write it down. I'd prefer you not to tell me I'm writing it down because then at least you can see it. Um, and it's the same, like, if, if we know circumstance and situation we can talk about something and give mm. quite a lot of clarity and questions that the person can then go in and work on alternatively to that guys b1 is hugely centered around working out these types of issues as well as going on to achieve ambitions and goals i think b1 is the, the courses that we offer the b1 way um the forum the way that we're able to sorry the membership area in the group the way that we're able to assist you in that as well if any of this is resonated and you feel you are struggling and you feel you're potentially doing a lot of the things that we talked about tonight but in a negative way and you do need some help and aid like b1's there like that's what our company does so please reach out jump on our website um jump onto one of our courses or jump into the membership area where me and liam are active and will be responding to you so don't feel you're on your own because you're not like i said i'm a big believer in that you've got to do it yourself but also having support is key it's just when it comes to that critical moment you've got you that's got to come from yourself but in terms of support guidance structure strategy b one's got your back absolutely um and if you are listening um then feel free to check out the show notes where you can find links to ways to get in touch with us to find links to the courses and the membership that we just mentioned um if you found this valuable and you think you know somebody else who might find it valuable be sure to share it with them um and and do uh, let us know how you got on um rating and review always helps podcasts such as this as well so um any final thoughts ben before we sign off no i think it's been a very good talk tonight on a topic that i'm very passionate about and i truly believe that anyone listening to this will have resonated at some point with having been stuck in their own head so i hope that what we've gone through has in some way form either helped or just helped you feel i'm not the only one that kind of experiences these things magic so until next time listener take care and we can't wait to speak soon see you soon thanks for listening to the b1 mindset podcast we hope this episode has helped you let us know if you found this episode helpful And if you feel it would help somebody else, feel free to share it. Remember all the links to our social media profiles and the B1 Mindset website can be found in the show notes. But until next week, take care and we can't wait to speak soon.